Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast, hosted by Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs, and myself, Corey Stanley from Odyssey CNC. And this week, we have Bobby from Reaper MFG back again. What's up? How are you guys doing? What's up? What's up, Bobby? Oh, another day in paradise, as they say. Uh, yeah. You just got to yes. find paradise. <laughs> Bobby had such a good time with us last time, he, he wanted to come back for another one. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's give Bobby a solo episode. Yeah, so, I got the. So you the take over, Bobby. It's your it. episode. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, gonna be. You have the floor. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you all the secrets to succeed at running your small business. You got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what have you been up to, uh, Bobby? If you want to start. Uh, this week has been all about getting my business registered with the government, the federal government. So I can take advantage of some of the uh, veteran-owned small business perks that they have. Um, it is a—it's an extremely daunting task and mm. a lot of uh, back and forth between them to to fill out. So it's taken up all of my time instead of being in the shop. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, uh, sounds like the government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sit around and wait. Hurry up and wait. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, what exactly are these things that you're signing up for then? So the, the one perk that I'm looking at taking advantage of, uh, and I have it pulled up, it's called the Surplus Personal Property for Veteran-Owned Small Business Programs. And what they do is they let you uh, get like first bid at equipment acquisition uh, as a veteran-owned small business. And they give you a, uh, the last percentage that I saw is like 5%. So whatever the government paid, you pay 5% of that to acquire the equipment. And then they have like, uh, there's there's rules and regulations. You have to hold on to the equipment for a certain amount of time before you can either resell it or rent it, whatever. But uh, I think the the current the current regulation is two years. So you you know whatever kind of equipment they have uh, on their websites, vehicles, machining equipment. This, that, that, and that's what I'm going for is some of the machining equipment, hmm. uh, welding equipment. All of that stuff you can take advantage of, and uh, yeah, so that's that's the whole reason why I'm doing all of this. Because in Utah, where I'm at, they require you to register with the federal government before they'll do anything at the state level. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't so heard of that before. You're not trying to get any like jets or tanks. That's that's later on down the road. <laughs> they got any of those ten thousand dollar toilets on there? Because so what you could get one of them for like five hundred bucks then, right? The the heated bidets and the uh, the five thousand dollar coffee cups that they have on the jets. Yeah, yeah those must go. be uh, Air Force toilets. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was some story that I read uh, a long time ago that they had like a fifteen thousand dollar contract for a hundred coffee cups. I was like, you. God, it'd be kidding me. But it, it sounds like contract? something that the Air Force would spend their money on. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. What have you guys uh, been up to? What have you been up to, Chris? Oh, okay. I, don't go. I mean, I don't really want to, but I guess it goes with the hurry up and wait because it's been my entire week. So I got I, I got a house that I'm running, and it's a brand new house. So that's cool. But it's been a pain in the ass to get everything set up. So, and mainly just the internet, like everything else is all right. Uh, but I was, I had an appointment on Monday and they don't have like a normal appointment, like after work, like it has to be, it's either eight to 10 or 10 to 12. No, no, sorry. 12 to two are their appointment times. 
So I'm like, all right. Oh, well, they, did, well. they didn't give you the uh, obligatory, we'll be there between 9 and 6 p.m.? Dude, at least they gave me the two-hour window, but still, like, so, so I'm like, okay, well, I got to get out of work at, you know, lunchtime, go wait for, you know, get the internet set up. And uh, so I'm waiting there, and it's two hours go by, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, not a text, not a call, nothing. And I'm like, what the hell? So I called them. I'm, I think I'm on hold for, like, you know, 45 minutes or something, finally talk to somebody. And then, uh, like, they don't even know. They're like, Oh, that's weird. We'll just have to reschedule it. So they do it for the next day. And so Tuesday, same thing from noon to two, I'm waiting there and it's like one forty-five, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? I'm just going to call them and be like, you know, it's still in the time slot. So maybe they'll just give me an update on where the person is. And they're like, no, that's weird. It's showing like an error in the database. And they're like, and there's no way for us to even look up what it is. So you're just going to have to wait. And I'm like, oh, well, yes. wait, how long? And they're like, well, it should be before January. I'm like, what? It's <laughs> fucking December. And you told me I'd have internet on Monday <laughs> and now Tuesday. So, uh, you gonna name drop the company. I mean, I don't give a shit. It's AT&T, but <laughs> oh, yeah. they, uh, so like, and, and the service has been great that I've had with them. It's been super fast. I've never had a lag at, you know, and they came pretty quick at the apartment, but I, so I, I finally get into a supervisor because the lady was just like, yeah, I can't help you. And that's that's all I can tell you. I'm like, no, well, that's not good enough because this is two days, like at least like at this point, like eight hours of work I've missed out on because I'm not going yeah. back to work at two thirty, you know, when it's a 30 minute drive. And, you know, so I'm like, no, I need to talk to a supervisor. And uh, so, I'm, you know, had to be a Karen about it. But they get they get me to a supervisor and uh, he's like. Oh, that's weird. He's like, it looks like they put in for like a trouble call to like the engineer the day that you called to get it moved to the new house. <laughs> so like a couple hours later, they, they put in this engineering request because the internet's not even sent to your house yet, like the fiber. And I'm like, yeah. okay, what the fuck? Because that's specifically what I asked when I called was, is the internet at this address? And they're like, oh yeah, it's good to go. So they couldn't send me a text or a call or any of that shit so that I didn't have to miss work. And then they didn't give me an, a reason why until I had to talk to the supervisor to find out that it's not there and it might not be there till sometime in January. So is is the neighborhood served by fiber yet even? Like are there know. lines in the ground? I need, I need like to go anywhere? knocking on my neighbor's doors because apparently Mediacom goes there too. So I need to call Mediacom and be like, look, how fast can you set up internet? Because what he told me was it was the... Um, He's like, it's not the, it's not the fiber, it's the slot. And I'm like, what does that mean, the <laughs> slot? Are you talking about like the jack in the wall? Like, explain to me what a slot is. And he's like, well, there, there just weren't enough slots. So some of the people have the slots, but you don't. I'm like, what the fuck is a slot? <laughs> it sounds like it's the old, uh, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely them. Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, what are you guys going to do about this? Because this is eight hours of work I've missed, and... You know, three hours of being on a phone call between the, the last few days trying to get this worked out. And they're like, oh, well, we can't really do anything. I'm like, that's it. You're not going to you're just not going to do anything. I'm just I'm at their mercy because I want the Internet I'm like this is fucking stupid. Yeah. The last time I was on the phone with uh, I've got Xfinity and last time I was on the phone with them, it ended up on them giving me like a, a $40 credit for my bill. Mm. Yeah, they didn't even like, offer that. <laughs> they they raised the price without telling me, and then I called back and I was like, "Look, we go through this every year. Uh, what's the issue?" And they're like, "Oh no, we'll fix it. Here, we got you back down on this lower price." And then the next month, it was still the same. 
and I ended up paying it. And then they're like, you know, I spoke to somebody else and they're like, oh no, we really fixed it this time and we'll give you a, a credit on your bill. And it was like, it was between like 40 and 60 bucks. So I, I couldn't complain about that. Hmm. Well, I'm going to keep Man. complaining until they give yeah. me some kind of comp. <laughs> For sure. I, I just went to AT&T for everything, like cell phone and my home internet. And I, I had Spectrum and Verizon, and they were both just trash. Oh, really? And like, I mean, I, I got nothing but good stuff to say about uh, AT&T. But, like, they had so, – so when I first moved in here, AT&T, uh, like, the fiber wasn't available. Mm. And Spectrum was the only option. So – I had like their best package and I mean, you know how bad it was. Like it, it couldn't even oh, yeah. handle the podcast and whatever. Yeah. So now, and like wired, it could hardly handle the podcast. Now, right now I'm wireless and it's fine. Nice. So it, it's like a big improvement, but they had come through not too long ago and they were digging up the whole neighborhood. They actually, this guy had just had all this landscaping done and everything. And uh. this, <laughs> They, this company came through and was digging up all the yards and then pushing stuff under people's driveways and everything. And I had no idea what it even was. And it ended up, it, it was them putting in those fiber lines. Um, so now I have, I had the ability to get that. So I jumped right on it and it's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the fiber is great. Like I said, yeah. when I was at the apartments, like they came out quick, they yeah. installed it, no problem. And even like the first, day that I talked to the lady about moving it. She was probably the most helpful person I've ever talked to over the phone ever. Super friendly. You thought. Um, yeah. But then the, <laughs> the next people that I talked to, they freaking suck, dude. Like not like, one of yeah. them was helpful. It sucks. Like, yeah, I got, I got you. I'll take care yeah. of this for you. No problem. And she, <laughs> yeah. she probably walked out that day. Probably. Mine, I had a, a foreign national with a, a fake Americanized mm. name. The first nice. time and uh he's like oh yeah we got you taken care of and then the next time around i called during normal business hours and and got someone that didn't have a foreign accent and they're the ones that like oh we got you covered and then like within minutes it was like there's your credit there you go good to go hmm. oh, man. yeah so that's been my week it's been pretty fun huh. um other than that running the, the 3d printer a lot um Everything's great, except for I haven't figured out the carbon fiber yet. And I don't know if it's just because I'm printing something too small, because I made this little carabiner for my keychain, and the PLA it came out great. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to print this other carbon fiber now that I know that it's good, that it's stronger, and doesn't break, and uh, I couldn't get it to print right. So, Yeah, I did have some problems where like, I noticed that the PLA <clears throat> is more forgiving with like bridging, mm. and... Um, you know, different angles, like where it's unsupported. Um, so I had to like modify my models to basically <clears throat> start at the, uh, whatever the, yeah. The yeah. I guess I could do that table in that. Um, I think so. But I did, uh, I've never had a machine that had like support filament before and that it would cycle back between it. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. But so this tiny little carabiner is a, like a 14 minute print time with the carbon fiber. But if I put on the support filament and I mean, this thing's tiny, so there's not that much support filament that I feel like it needs or, or even shows up on the, you know, the little image as it goes. 
uh, it takes it up to like an hour. And I was like, damn, yeah. just because I guess it's cycling back and forth between right. it. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I don't want to wait. Yeah, yeah it has an to hour. cut the line every time. And it's yeah. a lot to use that stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much set it and walk away for a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's sweet the way it can switch it out itself, but hopefully they speed that process up. <laughs> well, once you Do they have filament? Fiber, okay. I was going to say, once you get that carbon fiber figured out, you need to make that uh, uh, carbon fiber titty tree that, uh, <laughs> who was it, 3D DIY Dave made? Yeah, you got that from uh, Birchtold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that the other day. I was like, I mean, looking pretty cool in carbon fiber. Did you see Nick's... Uh, uh brass what does he call those? the brass knuckles but it's like a ring so it's yeah. just two titties yeah, on one so. ring yeah <laughs> <laughs> those are awesome yeah yeah that was pretty good what are you going up to chris i was gonna say what about you chris what's up well it's finals week for me so i had uh, my building construction final monday and then tomorrow thursday i've got uh science and um historic preservation so I just got to knock those out. Uh, what uh, unfortunately, my historic preservation is at eight, or my science is at eight in the morning, mm-hmm. and so like eight to nine, which is fine. I, I I prefer get it done as soon as possible. But then I have a four hour break until the next one. So I mean, uh, I guess I can sucks. study, but like you know, it's like I can't go home because it, yeah. it's too far of a drive, and like traffic's just a nightmare and whatever. So. Did you get a uh, car and risk? Uh, <laughs> yeah, missing, risk missing the. Yeah. Do you get a you get a VA lounge there, no. or is it no <laughs> student lounge? There's about a hundred. There's about hundred and fifty students at the school, so. They, uh, oh, yeah. I wasn't sure. I knew it was a, you know, that yeah. at the college I was going to, they had a a VA lounge. I think I went in there one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went in there and I was like, oh. Cool. I think and I was the, like, uh, I actually don't know if I want to talk to all these guys. <laughs> yeah, the only time I ever had any experience with that, I did a community college for uh, welding technology, and they had like a, a veteran specific uh, lounge, but it was like more so like the admin office. Like, if you had questions about getting mm. more money for uh, yeah, yeah. geothermal and everything like that, it's just like, yeah, I'll go sit in my car and smoke or just wait or, or find some dudes that are hanging out and talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. We had something similar at the, uh, tech college that I went to, but mm. like I said, this place is a little too small for that. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of been what I've been mostly focusing on this week. And then just, I've been doing a little more on the bathroom, getting pretty close with that. All the, uh, paneling and everything is up and I got the first coat of primer on today. I got all the, um, uh, chair molding and the, uh, whatever up around the top and all that stuff. So. Crown. Or- yeah, it's not really crown, but it's. I mean, I guess you still maybe call it crown, but it's not like anything fancy like that. It's just a like a inverted quarter round, mm. like a yeah. like a like a convex quarter round, which is pretty cool, pretty yeah. simple. But um, but yeah, that's about it. So we did kind of have some topics that we were going to talk about and i guess we'll just see where we go with them um i had a couple interesting experiences this week so you know i deal with just rude assholes on the internet all the time but (laughs) and and you know i'm just i just figure that that's how people are behind their computer screens 
Um, and I mean, I guess one of these was still online, but I went to get a battery. It was actually Friday. My, uh, truck had died. Actually, I got up and I, I had to do a, uh, critique on that board that I made with all mm-hmm. the different connection pieces. Yeah, yeah. That was at, that started at seven 30. I walk out of my house at like 6 AM and my truck won't start. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, you know, what could I possibly <laughs> do at this point? And I, I messaged my buddy, Brendan, and thank God he was able to come and give me a jump. And I got there before most of the other people. So uh, that all worked out fine. But, um, it was dead again when I went to start it up, but anyways, got it jumped again and went to the auto parts store. And as I'm walking in, a, a woman is walking in towards me, an older woman, and I open the door and, and let her go in ahead of me. And she doesn't even like acknowledge that I opened the door <laughs> for her. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And she, there's a guy standing in there, like on our, like the customer side of the counter. And like, obviously he's just waiting for an employee mm-hmm. and there's no employee behind the counter because he's out looking for a part for this guy. And she walks in and she's like, with no one there except this guy, she's like, yeah, I just need some windshield wipers for my car. <laughs> and like he's like, talking to that guy. The- yeah. He like <laughs> looked at customer. her like. Like, are you, are you talking to me? And did, but didn't say anything. And she's like, she's like, it's a, a Toyota, whatever. And then <laughs> like right around that time, another employee had come out from the back to like, was that was doing some stuff. And she like looks at the woman and is like, uh, just one second, ma'am, we'll be right with you. And she just keeps going on with it. And so finally the employee's like, uh, okay, ma'am, what, what year is your car? And she's like, well, it's that one right there. And is pointing <laughs> to it. And like the employee goes over and looks out the window at it. And she's like, well, what year is it? Like, just, can you tell me what it is, please? And, you know, she finally, she tells her and whatever, and she looks her up, she looks it up and, and gets this woman her wipers and they put them on for her and whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if that was like just a lack of situational awareness or, like what it was. It was just such a weird experience. But then I had another one where I got some new couches and they got delivered uh, Thursday of last week, I think. And I had my old couches and I put them up on Facebook marketplace for a hundred bucks. Like I cleaned them up, put them on there for a hundred bucks. And I didn't actually want any money for them, but I figured if I put free, I would get a bunch of jerk offs just messaging me saying they'd come get it and they'd never show because that's happened to me before. And I've had stuff get ruined because I like put it outside for people and then they never show up. And, you know, eventually I'm like, well, screw it. I'm not going to bring it back in and it gets rained on and I end up just throwing it out. So I get a message from this guy who wants it and he was like, hey, we take 80 bucks. I was like, yep, sure. With the intention of when he got there, I was just going to tell him, you know, just take it. So he's like, we're trying to figure out some times. I was like, well, I'm going out, you know, maybe tomorrow would be better. He's like, I got to work all day tomorrow. I just said, you know, okay, I'll message you when I get back. Like, we'll figure something out. So I got 57 other messages after that. And I got home late, so I didn't even bother messaging him. I messaged him the next day, or he, I'm sorry, he messaged me early the next morning and it's like, hey, I'm actually off today. 
Um, you know, I can come at any time if you still have them. I was like, yeah, sure. You know, you can come now. So I marked them pending at that point and which, you know, I probably should have just done the night before, but whatever. Um, so I mark them pending and then he shows up and, and he didn't speak English. So we were using this translator and, and he's like, ask me how much. And, and I was, I was talking into it. I'm like, nothing, don't worry about it. I just put that on there. Cause I didn't want, you know, people that didn't show up or whatever. I'm like, you can, you can have them. I was like, Merry Christmas. And so he takes them, him and his buddy throw them in the, the bed of their truck and they're gone. Great. So I mark them sold. I get a notification on Facebook messenger that I have a message from someone uh, from marketplace. And it's in related, it's, it's, it's about these couches, which all those messages had been archived because that's what happens to them after yeah. you, you do something. So I opened the message and this woman had messaged me and it says, address me, please. I can be on my way. And an hour later she goes, hello. And an hour later, and, and now keep in mind, I haven't even read any of these messages. <laughs> she goes, did you put pending for me or someone else? <laughs> then an hour later, when I put sold on it, she goes, young man, you're funny. I texted you and asked you for it, but God don't like ugly. Have a blessed day. And she puts like, <laughs> like four of the double uh, exclamation point uh, oh, yeah, like emojis. emojis or whatever. And I'm like, so I go, you're right. He doesn't. Don't be ugly. And I waited for her to read it, read it and then I blocked her. <laughs> and it's like, I never even talked to you. Like, yeah. what? what is, you know, I, I, I don't know what conversation she was having in her head, but we never had a single conversation. So, so I don't, I just don't know if, like, are these people just rude or are they... Do they lack situational or like self-awareness? Like what the fuck is going on? They think that they're the first one, even though you have a, you know, however many conversations or however many people say they're interested, they think they're the only one that's interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've messaged people and missed out on stuff I wanted before. And it's like, well, whatever I missed it, you know, like that happens. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a, uh, an old Atlas, uh, lathe, a metal lathe right now. And the guy is probably about an hour from where I'm at. And I told him, I was like, I'm interested in this. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll come take a look at it. And he messaged me, he goes, well, I've got, I've got three other people interested in it. Just, uh, we're, we're all going to meet here at the same time and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, bro, let me tell you something. I'm That's not going to show up with three other people and waste the right. fuel to get down there and everything my time i'm not doing that i said if they don't take it let me know and i'll be there in 45 yeah. minutes i'll speed to get there i don't give a shit but i'm not gonna be on my way to have you tell me oh it's sold and turn around yeah, and, right. you know, i got a big you know my my truck that i drive to to get all of my big stuff and the heavy stuff it's like you know, it, it used a lot of fuel. The the car, mm-hmm. my commuter is, you know, I get like 50 miles a gallon in it. My truck is like 18. So I'm not, I'm not wasting fuel to get told, oh, it's sold. Yeah. I, I absolutely cannot stand marketplace and dealing with people yeah. or Craigslist or any of that stuff. Like I just, like I would almost rather not sell anything ever <laughs> yep. than to deal I with will, people. 
I will take stuff down to the Goodwill or the, you know, we have a Savers uh, is our is our Goodwill. That's our popular mm. place out here. I will take stuff there rather than put it up on Facebook Marketplace and deal with those assholes. Yeah, um, it sucks. I've done free for stuff that I didn't want to take to Savers, uh, like big ass beds or chairs. All I put in my Facebook ad is it's on the curb. Message me for the address. I will not hold. But you get 60 people going, I'm on my way and blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not holding shit for you. If it's gone, I will put sold and that's it. And then you hit sold and you get the same the same type of shit. So it's like, I was on my fuck? way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost there. Tell them that it's like, <laughs> bro, I'm not going to tell them they can't have a free, <laughs> a free couch because yeah. you're on your way. It's like you hash it out with them when you get here. Yeah. I had somebody show up one time for a couch and uh, like I was, they messaged and were like, they were good at the price. They were just going to come and get it. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're number one. Come and get it. So they show up, they got a trailer. They're like, they check out the couch. Like, all right, cool. And then uh, I help them load it onto the thing. And then they're like, Oh, actually we don't have a $200. We only have a like 86. And I'm like, (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> like, you couldn't tell me that before we loaded the fucking couch. You, so you better go get the other hundred and twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's shitty. I was like, I, I had, I had a bandsaw that I had listed, and a guy was like, "Hey, I really want this. You know, I'll, I'll come get it in the morning." So I had to go drag it out of my um, little like storage shed it was all the way in the back i had to pull a ton of shit out to get it out and i pulled it out got it in the garage i even fired it up and made sure everything was good and when i did that it had an old um uh blade on it and it it broke so i went and grabbed another one of my blades that was like brand new set up the new blade on it adjusted everything so it, it all was just perfect and whatever and, you know, it's all ready to go. And I wake up the next morning and I've got a message from him saying, hey, I'm not feeling very well. I won't be making it today. And I'm like, OK, well, just let me know when you'd like to come get it, because I spent a lot of time getting it out of the shed. And, you know, now it's in my garage and in my way. And, you know, I, I did I, I did some work to it that I didn't really plan on doing. Mm-hmm. You know, just let me know when you'd like to come get it. And he's like. Oh, sorry about that. I'll come and get it right now. So <laughs> it like, you know, he it, he just didn't want it probably or whatever or wasn't was on the fence about it and then slept the night and woke up and was like, "Ah, yeah, screw it. I'm not going to go get it. No big yeah. deal." But, you know, fortunately when he heard that I had put in a little bit of work there, he he actually came him. and got it cuz I was like I was like, what the hell? Like, it "Yeah." And uh I had another guy for a bandsaw that I was going to go buy. He had listed a, a like a brand new Delta bandsaw for like a hundred bucks and a really nice one. So we're messaging back and forth. He gives me his address. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. I just got to stop and get cash out of the machine and, you know, I'll be over. So I get there and he's in this gated community. So I have to pull my phone out and show him where I'm going. And I look at my messages and he says, sorry, it's sold. So I didn't say anything back. So I pull up, I get through the gate and I pull up to his house and he's like, Hey, are you John? I was like, Hey, I'm here for the bandsaw. He goes, Oh, are you John? And I'm like, well, no, I'm Chris. I mean, I probably should have been like, yep, that's me. That's me. <laughs> and 
he's like, well, it's sold. I was like, yeah, it's sold to me. You told me to come out here. He's like, I didn't tell you it was sold to you. I was like, you gave me your address and told me <laughs> to come get it. Like, how yeah. would I be here if you didn't tell me <laughs> that it was sold to me? I was like, I just drove literally 45 minutes to get here. I thought your name was John. <laughs> yeah, it was all the way over in Mount Pleasant. And he's like, well, I don't know. These things, they're just so, you know, confusing and whatever. There's just so much going on. And it's like, I'm sure he got inundated with messages too. But it's like, come on, man. Like, you made me drive all the way over here for nothing. Yeah, And now I'm going home empty handed. I was pissed. I was going to wait for the guy to show up and, you know, tell him what he had done. But I was like, ah, well, I'm sure he won't care. He'll be like, oh, sucks to suck. Yeah. that That's my worst fear is, uh, you know, making the arrangement and showing up and all it's sold. I'll be like, uh, I'm about to go to jail, bro. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was I was pissed. You know, he was in a pretty rich neighborhood, though, so I'm sure that wouldn't have gone well for me. I should have done, like, donuts in his front yard or something, though. Yeah, he would have taken you to court <sighs> at that point. <laughs> He's yes. got the money anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, joke's on him. He won't get anything from me. Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, I went on uh, Full Blast last night with Jeff oh, yeah. Vader, and we were talking about... Um, I, I, I don't know when that episode will be posted. I don't know if it's, like, the next one or if he's... I should have asked if he's like a week ahead or whatever, hmm. but uh, should be coming up pretty soon that I'm on it. Um, nice. But yeah, we were talking about just dealing with people online and you know all the normal stuff, but we didn't really get into like dealing with people face to face that you have either encountered online or encountered in in other instances. Yeah, they're they're real bold behind a computer or uh, behind a keyboard, and you go, okay, let's you know. Here, here's my address or here, here's where I'll meet you at. Be there in 30 minutes. They won't do it. Most of the time they won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figure anybody that says half of this stuff online probably wouldn't say a word to you in person. Yeah. I've been getting these comments lately that are, they're kind of lame. They'll say stuff like, it's just to comment. And they're like, as a nail tech, I can surely verify that is a bucket or as a certified concrete, I can specialist <laughs> that this water is a confirm. Like they just say stupid stuff. This guy's like, as a regulatory writer for the FDA, I can confirm this video violated zero guidelines. <laughs> I mean, some of them are a little funny, but most like of them are one. just really lame. The best one I've gotten so far just said, as an Alzheimer's patient, comma, <laughs> and then That's didn't fantastic. say anything else. I'm like, well, that, one was, that one was pretty good. That one actually made me laugh. The other ones didn't make. I've me been laugh seeing an abundance of the. Um, it you'll post a video to TikTok or Facebook or whatever, and the comment has absolutely nothing to do with anything that you posted. But they'll comment and say, "Oh, reach out to," and they'll tag somebody. They helped me with my problem and they're the best. And they will like they'll comment that. And as soon as it does, it sends a flood of these these bot comments. And I'm like, where, where in any even the caption or the video did I ask for anyone for any kind of technical that triggered these these bot comments? Those are those that uh, what they say that really grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are really annoying. There's a there's the other one also. Uh, I was just reaching out to see if you if you'd really like a dope uh, comic 
Oh my god! <laughs> Cartoon of yourself or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> I'm like what? I've seen yeah. that so many times. I'm like, how are there this many bots that ask you if you want a cartoon image of yourself? I block every single one of those. Do you want a dope animation of blah blah blah? And if you if you even respond to it, like get off my page, then you'll get ten more of those accounts hitting you up for those. I love how like we were just talking about how like the knife makers were getting like the ban and all this shit, like just from posting knives or like whatever. And they were getting like nudity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you look in your message requests and it'll be like, click on this video to see this come shot. And like, how did that make it <laughs> anywhere on the internet? How was that yep. not just like a, a complete fucking ban? That... <laughs> Sorry, <Yep>. Brenda. <laughs> I like, I like when you report Discovering that. Space. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you report that stuff and then it comes back and they're like, Oh, there is no violation there. We like, yeah, are you looking at wrong. the same thing I'm looking at? <laughs> Yeah, I've reported a bunch of that stuff and, you know, one out of a hundred reports will get taken down. But the funny thing is I've done these reports in the past where it's like all these uh, dick pills and they're showing like literal dicks on the screen going erect (laughs) and like, this is for you. And like, (laughs) it's like, okay, (laughs) fucking report. The pill or the dick? Yeah, both of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll hit report, but... Six months later, I'll get a notification on Instagram that says so and so's account was removed from Instagram for violating blah blah. And it's like, oh, six months later, after that yeah. ad has been aired for the, you know all the entire time. But here I am. I post a knife picture, holding it in my hand, and it gets taken down the next day. I, I just had a slew of those uh, uh, come through my account again that I had to do some. I, I would say creative work on uh, edit, quote unquote, or delete, and then repost them. That, that's been the advice I've been giving lately. But you know, they're they're still working on the back end of that, and it's still a headache. And it's whatever. I, I keep getting alerts from Facebook that they owe me like three dollars, and I need to update my billing info to get the three dollars. And I'm like. It's not even worth my time to get three. I guess it was you're, back you're having the reels bonus. More money giving you the, the notification. <laughs> That's why I haven't changed it. I'm like, good. I'm just waiting for Zuckerberg to show up at my house and be like, here's the three here's fucking $3. dollars that we owed you, you asshole. Answer your fucking messages. <laughs> Absolutely. I had a, a comment from a guy this week that was pretty funny. It, it was on, I, I took these receiver hitches that are for, um, RVs and they go on like the bumper and then you can put like any of the tools that, you know, like vices or whatever that will go in a receiver on them. So mm-hmm. I had put that on, on the four by four workbench that I built um, that holds my house grinder. I put it on, I put one on either side of it so I can make like attachments that will hold um, other types of tools, other grinders and whatever I want to put in there. And it's just something I can like quick interchange um, hmm. you know, between that thing. So I had bought the receivers because they were like 15 bucks and it came with the U bolts and everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever, it's not worth my time to weld these up. Like, like it would take, you know, a half hour even to make it. It's just not even worth it for what they yeah. cost. So this guy goes, well, if you're going to attach a piece of square tubing, why not just make your own receiver? Must be nice to have 50 bucks to burn. I go, it is, I go, it, it is nice. He's like, I bet you want me to teach you how to weld. And I didn't even look at his page or anything, 
But I go, looks like you need some lessons yourself. <laughs> I just noticed that his name was something motorsports. So that's why I said it. I, I literally didn't yeah. even go look at his page. And he goes, hey, I made a mistake. I saw wood and assumed you were a typical hack woodworker or something. After seeing your other videos you made, I wouldn't question it. But don't come at me uh, for my ability. He goes, uh, I've been doing this shit since I started walking 24 years ago. I don't have time <laughs> or equipment to film or blah, blah, blah. He goes on like it was his response was so long. I had to screenshot, you know, two Multiple pages times. He, and, and he hands it with, you know, between us, I understand why you're being a smart ass to me, uh, but damn, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, if it makes you feel better, I didn't actually look at your page. And I go, it doesn't <laughs> feel very good to for people to make comments about you without knowing who you are, does it? And he didn't respond at all to that. And it's like, that you literally did exactly what you're complaining about to me. Like hmm. you came at me for my abilities, but I shouldn't go after you for your abilities. You know, like I'm commenting on you without yeah. knowing who you are, just like you're commenting on me for not knowing how I am. But then you're getting super upset about it. He's going to show up at your house one day and be like, Chris Powell, you changed my life <laughs> with that one comment. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had a I had a similar experience on my uh, my meme page that I have my my bullshit derelict like <laughs> I shit post all day. I post this one uh, meme. It said I actually prefer tinnitus to Christmas music, and uh, this guy got all serious on the post. He's like, "You've ob obviously never had tinnitus before," and I'm like. I didn't respond and say my my fucking VA disability has tinnitus listed right on it at 20%. But it's like, bro, I was in the military. Everybody who is in the military gets tinnitus from shooting guns and whatever. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I've never had tinnitus, bro. Thanks. <laughs> my, my favorite thing that you do, Chris, uh, though, is like when someone just talks shit on your post, you're just like, sure. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I can see those people like seething, like, mm. fuck this guy. <laughs> the best is when you know he does it yep. and that it's intentional. But then when he private messages you anything and says, sure, you're like, oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Austin, I'm not Austin even going to justify that with an answer. Here's a sure for you. Uh, Austin said something to me and I just responded, sure. But then I like, I, I double clicked the space bar. So it was like, sure, period. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, man, that period hurt. <laughs> it hurts. That's not the first period to hurt you, Austin. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bazinga. <laughs> that was, that was exactly the joke I expect you to. <laughs> so did Austin. <laughs> oh, God. He, he's been yeah. doing some cool stuff on his stories uh, past few days with the, uh, the budget. The budget tools or uh, budget uh, Amazon purchases. I don't know if you've seen those. He'll be like, Here, here's a, a handful of things under 20 bucks that you can buy on Amazon for like a maker and a hmm. list of a whole oh, bunch gotcha. of cool things. And then then he did one, I think today was like the, the $25 uh, yeah. to $50 mark and uh, whatnot. So yeah, that's that's some cool stuff. I, I enjoy that's, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I've never been... I've never had his stories pop up for me and I don't know why. Cause like I always interact with them, 
and I'm, yeah. I'm like messaging him like like I interact with him in literally every other way but I've never seen his stories popped up but I just opened Instagram oh he's showing off the headphones that I told him to buy cool <laughs> <laughs> I've started what I've started doing with people is going to their profile and adding them as like a favorite yeah. well so he they, just popped up now yeah like on my so story. they start showing higher in your feed and then their stories will get pushed closer to, so you don't have to sit there and scroll to the right and, and see everyone's stories. But if you go on to, um, if you go to their profile and click the little following and it says like add to favorites, you'll see more of their stuff hmm. and you'll see their stories uh, closer to the, the front of everything. Huh. So I feel like I I see his stuff every time I'm on Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I always see his reels and, and videos. But I don't see his stories very often. So I don't that Chick Fil A sauce video that he did. Oh, that was awesome! Uh, I loved it. I'm still getting Tom- likes over my, over my comment that was uh, that's all that's great until you need more on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's still getting likes. And I'm not gonna lie, everything he's showing on here, I want. If anybody's <laughs> looking for any Christmas ideas for me, just go to Austin's stories and except Dude, for the lead. headphones, I already have those, and I don't need the. Uh, uh, camera holder because I got enough of that bullshit around. But all the yeah, I've got uh, things. I've got some not necessarily old school tripods, but I've got I've, I went on Amazon and purchased like a desktop tripod, and I have those the same thing that same brand Joby Joby whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that brand is called. I have this really awesome camera mount, and I've I've put that link on my webpage because that's my favorite phone camera mount. Is mm-hmm. uh, it's it's got two claws in it locks in and then you it's got a knob on the back that, that tightens it up and oh, yeah. i've i've never had a phone fall out of that i've knocked over the tripod the phone still held on to that uh, but yeah i did the uh the obligatory if anybody's christmas shopping for me uh i i posted uh jeff fader's blackbird because that that thing's badass i said if anyone's shopping for me i'm a size blackbird and i posted nice. his reel to my story i like it yeah, I didn't get any of those cheap tools, but I because of you, Chris, and Austin, I got that Evolution chap saw, and I talked about that a few episodes ago, but today, I cut some steel on it, and it was great. <laughs> it cut through like butter. It was like square tubing, but uh, I, I got a new workbench. Uh, Steven at the shop here got like a little lathe to do some like barrel threading, and uh, so I'm like, well, it needs a decent base, and they're the metal shop up the road for me has like these kits you can get. That's uh like prefabbed legs and this three eighths steel top. And that thing's super heavy duty. It's like 300 bucks. Went and picked that up today, but I, since it's a lathe, I wanted it like a little shorter than like a workbench. So I just put that in that saw and cut, cut right through it. It's fucking great. Nice. <laughs> and it was like big and odd, right? Cause it was like the, the legs are already welded together. So it was like hanging way the fuck so. out. But because of all those clamps, I was able just to, clamp it right down and, and make the cut. Nice. Awesome. I keep seeing the videos of how, uh, how, like how small of a cut they can make or how thin of a cut and they're doing like aluminum cans and like mm. a 16th of an inch on those. I'm like, man, that's on my Christmas list. And there's a few other things, but it's like most like throughout the year, I'll just buy what the fuck I want and, and not put stuff on a Christmas list. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's probably overkill for what I need it for. I'm just like cutting. Mostly I'm going to cut up some aluminum for that Langmire MR1. Um, but it, I, I mean, I've used a shit ton of bandsaws over the years and I've used shitty chap saws 
And when I was going to buy one, I'm like, I want a good chop saw that I know I don't have to like wince every time I'm making a cut. <laughs> like I want I'm a still, solid one. I'm still working with my, uh, my craftsman one that I got uh, like eight years ago hmm. uh, when craftsman was, well, when Sears was still around, <laughs> I walked into a Sears and got this craftsman chop saw and I'm still, still working with that thing. So eventually I'll move over to an evolution cold saw, but. I don't yeah. do enough at the moment to justify the, the purchase. Everything's just right. like, eh. like once every three months, I'll pull that chop saw out. Well, you, you pick up a lathe and you're, you're probably going to want it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If I get that one, uh, I think if the guy hasn't sold it by Friday, I'll schedule to see it this Saturday. And, and I'll nice. probably like the It's an, it's an old school Atlas. Yeah. Uh, lathe, and he had it listed for 1500 and he had it crossed out and had it listed for 750 and i was like i'll give you 500 bucks for it and you know whatever and he's like cool come pick it up or come nice. see it and, and we'll do it but then then he told me he's like oh yeah i've got these oh, yeah. other, other couple guys scheduled so if he doesn't have anybody like i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to him again friday and say yeah if nobody comes to see it i'll come pick it up saturday and crossing my fingers that I'll be coming home with an Atlas lathe on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, for, for sure that thing would be great for that. Cause I don't know how many bandsaws I've used over the years that you always get a fucking taper in it where the yep. saw is just like binding up as it's yeah. cutting down. And, yeah. and then you put that in a lathe and like, if that's in the jaw side, like you're, you're not getting a flat face on there. And with this thing, you get a flat face like every time. It's oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, people always ask me like how yeah, accurate yeah. I'm, is I'm it? copying the link to send to you guys so you can see this uh, mm. this lathe and go oh, oh but it's uh I think it's got a table and everything so I mean it's it's worth the five hundred dollars that he he said he'd accept for it but uh, we'll see I mean even if it's uh, a piece of junk at five hundred bucks for one of those it probably won't be too much to restore and I say that. Yeah. And, watch it'll be some hunk of junk and five thousand dollars later it's still not running yeah don't look too bad probably not a bad first one yeah i know this makes great for for some great podcasting because no one can see what we're looking at but i'm just gonna <laughs> look up pictures of old atlas lathes and just find some dirt, dirty rusty yeah, ones. just look at decent yeah. decent ones <laughs> just throw some dirt on it it'll be all right yeah yeah yeah, people always ask me like how accurate those saws are, and I'm like, I mean, they're all adjustable, so it's just as accurate as you can get it, you know. Yeah, yeah, they they are really nice to have. I really like mine. I want to make like a uh, an in feed and out feed table, um, hmm. probably more like an in feed table because usually what I'm cutting is ends up being short enough. But you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I got some pretty long sticks of metal that I'm trying to hang on there. Fortunately, I screwed my base uh, that I made for it into the wall, so it can't actually flip or anything. Oh, nice. Uh, I figured it'd still be nice to have something to support that metal on the other end. Yeah, for sure. Let's see what I come up yeah. with. Me, I drag my, my thing out into the driveway, just set it on the ground and prop mm. two by fours underneath it. Yeah, yeah. That's I did that for a long time with my other one. I just had one of the cheaper northern tool ones and, mm-hmm. you know, it worked fine. But I, I like having that dual mitering ability. That really yeah. makes a big difference. And the clamps are just so much better. Like, I would have... You know, because the other ones, you are actually basically rotating the saw. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like moving the whole saw technically. Yeah. And 
it's like when you clamp that a lot, you know, it's not clamping in straight, it's clamping in at a 45 degree angle. And it's like, I could not get it to not push. And it also, no matter how tight I would ever get that clamp on the backside, like, cause there was like a, a couple different locks for it. It always wanted to push it out of, out of adjustment. So, yeah. Yeah. My little, my little chop saw has got this little tiny piece of, uh, angle iron so you can change the angle on it. Oh yeah. And, and then the you lock it down, <laughs> but it's got yeah. the little hash marks on there. So it makes you feel better about, you know, I'm in the ballpark of 45 degrees, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, you go to measure and it's like, Oh no, that was 48 degrees, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I got a, a fixture table now. So no matter what it cuts, I just got to fill in one side. <laughs> yeah. 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 The inside or the outside gets a little extra well, but now with that new, new, you know, chalk saw, I don't need to worry about it. So speaking of lathes while we're on the top of the topic though, I've seen a saw, we've got a couple new, uh, Insta machinists out there been seeing grants videos and mm. dean talking about it on making our way with you on there about uh their insta machinist journey mm. that's cool yeah that's i feel like a lathe would be a pretty intimidating tool for people to use that haven't used one before yeah like as one of the more intimidating things you could try to learn just because you're putting metal in there you're spinning it and if anything's not rigid you're gonna know immediately <laughs> yep <laughs> Or yeah, if you've got I don't loose know. clothing I mean, or a long yeah. beard or any long <laughs> yeah. hair or anything like that. You, you see all the safety videos of, you know, getting the turned into getting spaghetti. Into the machines. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> yeah. That was like day one of uh, machinery repairman school in the yeah. Navy. It was, hey, uh, we're about to put you out on this really scary machine. This is what happens if you do anything wrong. And we're like, mm-hmm. the fuck? I don't want to use that thing. I'm like, can I change my rate? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do you think they're scarier than a mill? Because, like, like I'll run that. I, I got, like, a four-inch shell mill, shell cutter that I'll put in there. I mean, that thing just chucks chips everywhere. Like, I, I need a little screen or something up around mine. But I'm like, man, if something goes wrong and that, like, piece comes loose in my vice, like, something bad is going to happen, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, really. I feel like a lathe, you're right there in front of it. The mill, yeah. you kind of have to be also, but you're kind of to the side with like where the hand wheels are. Or yeah, but it's it, like where is it going to go? Like yeah. you don't know what direction anything's got to fly in. I think the lathe, you know, it's going at your face because with gravity <laughs> and its trajectory, <laughs> face. <laughs> the mill, I think you have a better chance of maybe it won't hit me. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I, I commented something on Grant's video where he was uh, doing that kind of gag reel where he put the the shell mill in on the plastic anvil he had it was like a 3d printed mm-hmm. one and it like shot out and was like Pew! and it was gone and i was like well i know that was 3d printed because that would have been way more violent if it was a real anvil and he was like what do you mean that was violent and he's <laughs> like and how'd you know it was 3d printed don't tell everybody i'm like dude <laughs> i've seen enough shit crash in a, in a mill that i know what it looks like <laughs> it's way more violent were you in the shop when I was machining the, um, I had a F1 steering box, like, like from a Ford pickup and I was trying to machine that. So it was like held all, all kind of janky in like a four jaw truck trying to get it. Yeah. Centered. I, and I, like, <laughs> I, yeah. I like came in and like 
as soon as the the bit hit it, it just came flying out. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to find another way to do this. <laughs> I remember because you were like, that was like one of the first, I feel like it was the first few times that I've seen you in the machine shop doing anything, but you were like, yeah. oh yeah, I used to use the lay little Tom. I got this. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like I was going to kind of help you, but then it shot out. And I was like, this guy's not know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> uh, uh, so here I am over here with my little uh, DeWalt drill <laughs> using it as a lead. <laughs> nice. I bet it works for ever, me for the time being. Yeah, I bet nobody's ever killed themselves accidentally with a DeWalt drill as a yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I was going to pull up the patron stuff, but I actually don't have it open right now. Hmm. Get that up. Man, I was listening to the Fire and Steel podcast the other day. They mm-hmm. literally did an entire episode just talking about the patrons. About what? Like, just talking about the patrons. It was like an hour oh. episode. Oh, were they well, just making good. up stuff about them, or are they just well, oh, yeah, that like guy, because and... that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I don't know how, but it went on for like a whole hour. It was <laughs> crazy. Might might be better than the uh, was it the knife talk episode where they were talking about the uh, they called the episode turkey squits that they were making fun of uh, Jeff Fader because he undercooked oh, the turkey yeah. and had the turkey shits or turkey squirts, but they called it turkey <laughs> squits. <laughs> it's a good episode. I absolutely loved it. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. Nice. All right. Well, if you would like to help support our podcast, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash makeshift podcast. We've got a couple different levels that you can support us at over there. The top one is five bucks a month, and it'll get you into an Instagram chat group with us. And we read everybody's name off every week. We've got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts, Ed Johns of ButtJoints.com, JJ's Repair, Green Street Joinery, Michael Nye, Brenda, Chad's Custom Creations, Mike from Pixels to Prototype, Fire and Steel Podcast Listener, UK Knife Maker Supplies, uh, Henry Davis of HD1 Metalworks, Woodland Iron, David Beckwith, Jake Largan of Metal Chef Customs, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, Adam Coonrat, David Wood, The Grant Alexander, Austin Saunders, Jess Brad at Brad's Customs, Jeff Stein, a weird guy, Ryan of Gnome Hammer Forge, Scott at Dad It Yourself DIY, BexArmory.com, Waffle Beaver, Rob DeMarco, Christy Steinman CPA, David and Joanna at Wideworks, Miguel, Overall Makerworks, Chris from Green Money Fab, Joey Adelano on YouTube and Instagram, Dave Pratt, and Riley White at whiteflame.forge. Um, and we've also got to give our uh, sponsor a shout out. That's Pwn CNC. If you've got a CNC router, you definitely got to get with them. We've got all sorts of stuff to help support that. Um, clamps and dust boots. And now they've gotten into uh, spindles and they're all pre-wired for your machines. They've got them for a bunch of different machines, either Shpokos or Onefinities or any of them pretty much. Um, and now they're getting into the automatic tool changer market. So they've got a lot of really innovative stuff. So check them out at pwncnc.com. And we also got to mention that uh, if you are one of our patrons, uh, Ryan at Gnome Hammer Forge does a uh, uh, hammer giveaway every month. Um I guess it's not always a hammer, but either way, he gives away something every month that he makes, um, and you will get a free entry into that. So anyone that's our patron or his patron or 
you know, patrons of other, some other podcasts get in on that for free. So I just got notified that my gnome hammer, hundred dollar hammer shipped mm-hmm. today. So I'm oh, nice. super, super fucking excited about that. Oh, I don't yeah. think I saw my notification I, of that yet. I completely forgot about it. And then I got a notification from, you know, housemaid and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? What did I buy? <laughs> I was like, oh, that hammer. I was like, oh, thank God. Nice. Uh, spe- speaking of housemade stuff, I don't know if he, I don't think he announced it yet, but probably by the time this episode comes out, he's got that collab with Austin on that scribe. Mm. Um, it's on his website right now. And mm. he, okay. like, <laughs> I, I just happened to be scrolling the website uh, last Saturday, I think it was, or Sunday. And it was on there and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I snagged it and uh, I sent him a screenshot. I was like, I, I know you didn't announce this. I hope I didn't screw anything up because sometimes I'll put stuff up and whatever. But uh, I snagged one and he goes, oh, no, we, we did that intentionally. You're, you're the first order. And nice. I went on there today to look and I was still the only person to order. So they haven't pushed out that it's uh, it's up on the website yet. But if he, I think their episode, uh, the uh, Work For It podcast comes out tomorrow. So they'll probably talk about that on there. But uh, if it doesn't, then <laughs> the listeners of this podcast might uh, might get notified Saturday when this episode comes out. Yeah, so by the time you hear this, it's too late. They're gone. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> They're already gone. <laughs> Work for it comes out on Thursday. Well, yeah. it's gone, sorry. <laughs> we tried. Bobby yeah, tried to drop the info. I, I tried to help. Too late. <laughs> I tried you, to help. you ever see the South Park meme where he's like, all right, yeah, we just got to you know, click, 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 click. Yeah, and it's gone. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean it's gone? They're like, well, we'll just try something else. Uh, yeah, here's one right here. And it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff goes quick, so uh, hopefully you got on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I feel like there's something else I'm missing. Oh, you know what else I wanted to mention? So Christy always does tax tips. Uh, Christy mm-hmm. Steinman, Steinman, CPA. She's had some yeah. good ones uh, yeah. the last few days. Absolutely. So I'm sure you guys all remember when they had announced that the IRS was going to start coming down on everybody for – if you made 600 bucks, it used to be 20,000 and they changed it to 600 bucks where you would start getting, um, tax, tax stuff from these companies. Mm-hmm. And apparently they've turned that around and now they're back to 20,000. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're going to try to eventually get it down to like 5,000 and then 600, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, she's a real good follow for that stuff. Um, that's, you know, not that you shouldn't be doing your taxes anyways, but, uh, you know, it's just good to get all that info. So, yeah. Somebody at the IRS was like, uh, how are we going to enforce this? (laughs) How are we going to look into all these? (laughs) Yeah. They're like, shit, maybe we set the bar too low. They realized the amount of work they were going to have to do as a federal (laughs) worker and said, no, fuck this. Well, and I mean, think about it from the company's perspectives. Now they're going to have to send out tax stuff on all that. Like they weren't going to be prepared for all that. You know, I was getting messages from Xtool wanting me to fill out tax forms and whatever. And I'm like, uh, you know, I take care of that on my end anyways. So, you know, I don't need you to send me anything, but um, I don't know. Yeah. It's wild. Off the hook this year. Yep. 
So we'll see what happens next year. But yeah, definitely go follow Christy so you can stay up to date on all this stuff. For sure. Yep. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I got to mention. I feel like that might be a. You guys got any recommendations for podcasts or shit to look into this week for listeners? Well, I was on the. Um, Making our way. Making our way podcast. Full blast. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday. So that episode has already come out. So that's a really good one. Go listen to that. That was a good listen. Yep. And then, like I said before, I'll, I'll be on one of the next episodes of Full Blast. I don't know if he's a week or whatever behind, but um, might be coming out soon. So, right on. Yeah. Definitely go listen to those. Yeah. I don't have any recommendations because I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. recommendation I have is, uh, and this is completely out of the maker realm, right? but the. And I'm going to do the obligatory as a veteran, but, uh, you know, uh, I have a buddy who's a, uh, firearms instructor, first aid, blah, blah. He's got a podcast. Uh, it's called the arms room show. Hmm. And uh, every week they do some type of, uh, I'm not gonna say prepper, but they do a topic on, uh, firearm safety, first aid. Uh, I believe this week's episode was uh, mental health. So, but they, hmm. I mean, super solid show. Uh, nice. Anybody, anybody listening can get uh, a lot of value out of that. So the arms nice. room show brought to you by independence training is my recommendation. Nice. So that reminds me of something that I thought was crazy this week. And I know not everybody's about gun stuff and they don't have to be, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but uh, Steven here at the building with the, the Sigwo stuff got kicked out of Stripe because he's re- does business that's related to firearms mm-hmm. and they won't, they won't let him be any part of like do any, anything with Stripe. Yeah. I what about, uh, I don't think did, did PayPal get out of that? Uh, cause I know PayPal and square were still letting people, uh, go that route with firearms. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Stripe was one of the only ones or some of the other smaller, uh, payment processing companies were some of the uh, the ones that are like, no, we don't want you dealing firearms with our stuff. It's, it seems wild to me, though. I mean, obviously, they're a private company and they can do and say whatever they want. But for something that's not illegal, I think, <laughs> like I think it's the wild fear to me. is, and I'm not, you know, I could be speaking way out of my ass right here. But the fear is like, you know, how everyone's trying to sue firearms companies for uh, the actions of, of mass shooters they yeah. don't want like the payment processing companies don't want any any part of that so mm. it very well could be something as simple as that but maybe yeah hmm. yeah i don't know that's crazy well you guys got anything else no I'm, nope i'm good cool all right thanks so for uh i'm gonna go do thanks some for joining stuff. us bobby no absolutely yeah. my pleasure thanks for having me cool all right and uh you want to I know you gave it last week, but you want to let them know where, or the week before, whatever. You want to let them know where they can find you? Yeah, everything for the most part is at Reaper MFG on most of the social medias or at, uh, excuse me, ReaperMFG.com is where they can find me. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, and thanks for listening, everybody. See you next thanks. week. Yep. See you.